Have you read any of the new Eric Larson, Savage Dragon? No, I was just into this when I was young. And somehow yeah, I made it through the years. This is podcast rated. Do I have to, have to worry about what I talk about? No, or what I say? no, no, no. never. Mark talks about old so, girlfriends like, all the time. At this point, <laughs> Savage Dragon is in a weird sexual three-way with his, with his uh, sex-addicted wife Whoa. and this other hero. And like, there is like, there were scenes where she is thrown against the wall by his uh, by his ejaculation. Whoa! Like, it's like <laughs> that's so much juice he's got, huh? It's insane. <laughs> and she's just I like it. Like, she's always uh, in, like in a schoolgirl outfit. It's yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, but hey, Eric Larson, he's making the comics he wants to make. Okay, here we go. All right, welcome to You're drinks. gonna have to start from the scratch. Okay, can you shut up? Thank you. Uh ah me and Rob have been beefing this week. There's too much Asian hate going on. It makes for a better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the tension. Top five reasons I hate you. Yeah, we're gonna have to focus on that one. All right, here we go. All right, we gotta spe- uh, welcome to drink tokens. Rob, what episode are we on? Six. Six biatch. All right, so we got a special guest today. Um, we know him from back in the days of uh, fraternity life, SJSU, but you know him as a highly successful blank, blank, blank. So let's go ahead and read this bio and give him his props. Uh, this gentleman is a professional comic color artist as, as well as has been commissioned to create artwork for several national parks, the San Diego Zoo and the Grand Canyon. He's also a storyboarding Emmy-winning commercials I probably butchered that, as well as various mass media outlet projects. Uh, His comic book coloring includes Batman and Robin Eternal, Justice Society of America, Batman Confidential, JLA Classified, JSA Classified, Detective Comics, and many others. He is also is the ongoing color artist on the Eisner Award-winning Battle Pug. He is the adjunct professor uh, of the graduate comics program at... Go ahead and name the the university, and then we'll we will say your name. California College of Art in San Francisco and Oakland. Dope. This gentleman's name is Mr. Alan Pasalacqua. Did I hopefully didn't butcher your last name? <laughs> no, you said it right. Honestly, I most people are so worried about the last name they always mess up my first name somehow. So that's okay. <laughs> ATP. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Legendary logo. It's right next to the swoosh on the Nike. But th- there you oh, go. Oh no! Right. Hey, so Look thank you. So thank you very much for for joining us on our podcast. We're just trying to, you know, obviously get this thing started, and now we have like a, a nice heavyweight to give us some legitimacy. Um, <laughs> the legitimacy. So uh, we, but prior to the call, uh, uh, Rob and I discussed a little bit of a format. So if you don't mind, I'd love to touch on all like the fun past history we've all shared together. But I think the fans <laughs> that are that you know the the marketing team has reached out to are dying to know your uh, ascent into the comic book world. So if if you can a little bit, uh, and we'll we'll try to stretch it out when we get to certain portions. But if you can, right. just just kind of start with, 
where your uh, love for the arts started, like what when you kind of start to know, like you were, you know, you're going to make this a career, you know, maybe back in your childhood, you were drawing some some uh, naked girls and then it uh, <laughs> turned into something something more uh, uh, lucrative. But yeah, so if you could just kind of help us with how'd you start and then, you know, how'd you how the path went? Um, yeah, well, I, I like comics. I was a big fan of comics since I was a little kid. Like uh, some cousins cousins left in my house when I was like nine or something. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And uh, so I started buying them, you know, and like it, when I was growing up, like comics weren't cool, really. Like I like when I got my license when I was 16, I would like sneak off to the comic book shop and go buy like my $25, $40 of the comics a week. You know, that was when I was getting like, you know, minimum wage and uh, and paying for like eight miles a gallon on my truck. Damn. And, uh, of course, Gas was only a dollar dollar a gallon back then for you youngins, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was cool and I like to draw, and I thought you know I want to do, I want to draw comics and you know I was in Modesto, California. I had no idea like what path there would be to that, and uh, as time progressed, uh, I decided that you know like something attainable would be to do graphic design, and I kind of went that route. And I ended up getting a job doing graphic design at a comic book studio in uh, San Diego, in La Jolla, called Wildstorm. And that was owned by Jim Lee, who did like Wildcats. He was like famous for doing the X-Men, like a super nice guy. And that was kind of just got me in the door. And after that, like my friend David was a colorist. And I decided, you know, I'm like, dude, I want to do what you do. So I moved into his house and like sat behind him for like a year and just like learned how to color. And it just kind of snowballed from that. So, so going back to the Jim Lee uh, days. Um, so did he, did you work with him directly in the store or was it like sort of like a one-off just cause no. I mean, obviously that's pretty dope. Just the lineage there. Wildstorm is a, is a, was a legit company. It was one of the image comics. They were, he was one of the founders that like left Marvel because like basically the big two DC and Marvel just weren't like really like, they're like, whatever, artist, shut up. And so like all these like, these big artists, like Todd McFarlane, who does Spawn and uh, mm -hmm. Mark Silvestri and like uh, Rob Liefeld, who like did uh, Deadpool and stuff. They all like said, all right, we're leaving. We're to form our own studio or our own brand. And they all like created their own little like studios. And they got, they printed under the image imprint. And so like, I got that job at Wildstorm. So there was, there was probably like a hundred people that worked there, I think. And, um, so I was just a cog in that machine, but it was, it was really fun. I mean, like they just got bought by DC comics. So like I could tell like their fun was winding down cause they're like right across the street from the hard rock and like La Jolla and like people would go over there and play pool during lunch. And like, I could see the ocean break, like the waves breaking from my office. It was, it was Damn. insane. I can't oh. imagine ever working that way, like in a place like that again. But um, yeah, I worked there. And then, like I said, that kind of got me in the door. And then I, I decided to become a freelancer. And that's that's where I am today. Is that a big is that a big shift then from what you're doing in the graphic arts to or, or sorry, just whatever you were doing at that time to being a colorist to, um, you know, is that like a big learning curve or is that something like you've already you already doing it? It's just a matter of maybe focusing on certain uh yeah it's definitely like there's definitely like a uh 
coloring is more than just what you give your kids, you know, some crayons and, and, a, and a coloring book. Like there's a lot to it. There's the storytelling, there's like creating mood and uh, making look, things look three-dimensional versus flat. There's, or, or not, depending on, you know, like what kind of mood you want on part. So like, yeah, there was definitely a learning curve. Like I, uh, I had to learn a lot. I was already, when I started coloring, that was after I was doing artwork for like the national parks and stuff where that was a pretty cool gig too. Like I was basically getting paid to watercolor like pandas and uh, I'd go to like uh, Yellowstone, in Yellowstone and go hiking and then like come home and like take and like draws like elks and, and bears and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still very artistic, but uh, it's a very specialized field in the comic book industry. There's, there's probably 40, 50 people that make a living doing it. Wow. Maybe more, maybe, maybe under a hundred, but like, they're not, that's not still, yeah, that's so, still not a lot though. So yeah. here's a, here's a, here's a quick question then. Can you make a living doing this? Obviously you have, but you can make a living just coloring. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing for 15, 16 years, uh, mm -hmm. maybe longer. I'm really bad with time, but yeah, like you can do it. So I just finished, uh, like a, an 80 page Godzilla book. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you when you color, you're coloring the whole thing or just the cover page or start to finish. You're coloring the whole comic book. Like optimally you get like, like if I'm doing a, like a Batman book for DC, like they would be, uh, they would say like, we want you to do this, you know, this book or these, like uh, these a few books in a row and you get like 20 pages and you color it and turn it in and then do the next 20 pages mm -hmm. and just plow through them. And then, you know, I'm reading the script while I'm, I'm coloring it and um, sending it to editors and editors are giving feedback and sending it back. Sometimes the artists and writers are involved, but yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a, there's a lot of work in it. What, what's the timeline? One comic book takes how long to color? I, I would like op optimally like two weeks a book, but mm, sometimes, that's pretty quick. well, but sometimes it's, it's more like, here's 20 page. This is a 20 page book. Here's 10 pages. It's due on this date. And I'm just hoping I get those other 10 pages far enough in front of that date. I'm not like busting my ass at the very end, yeah, you know, man. pulling all nighters. I'm still pulling all nighters at a, this ripe old age. <laughs> so <laughs> That's where the uh, comes in. It gives me a lot of flexibility, like freedom and flexibility with my time. So that's yeah. cool. So, so to that point, um, what are the requirements when you get like a, a, a new project? So is it like, here's your timeline. Um, obviously there's probably some file format or something like that. Are there, are there color palettes involved? You know, obviously some characters have colors, but then, you know, the, the uh, background or like you said, the mood, maybe it's super sinister and it's gotta be dark or maybe. Yeah. I get to choose a lot of that. Like I like. I mean, like Superman's cape is red, right? So yeah. like, it gotta be red, but you know, it can have like blue hues and things like that. And you know, like if, if, uh, if Batman is working at night, everything's really like desaturated and dark maybe, or like, and then like the scene changes and gets bright, you know? So I can like how, like I treat those individual pages really tells the reader, like, like if, it, if something's happening or something's about to happen. So I get to like put those cues in using color. I guess the students that you get, uh, are they are they brand new to the game or do they 
come in as like having, you know, maybe they've been to, you know, it's college, right? So they've been to a bunch of classes and this is the master class and you're, you know, kind of teaching them. So, yeah, how's so that they're, they're getting their, their masters. And so they already have their bachelors. And what I'm doing is basically like, the, it's, a, it's a pretty awesome program. Um, and a lot of them are telling, they're basically, their final project is, um, is it's kind of up to them, but a lot of them are doing things about their own life or uh, memoir comics. Oh, so, really? yeah, so like there's some real interesting um, stuff going on there. And uh, a lot of the professors have, have done some really like New York, New York Times bestseller books and stuff. Like uh, my friend GB did uh, Viet America about his family coming to America uh, from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Ta and and T she she actually has a very she has a similar theme in her book but it's from her point of view and like so like those are kind of more the area it's it's less like superheroes and more like slice of life um, but what I'm teaching is basically like I I really know the computer aspects of making comics so I'm like bring in your your paper you drew and like I'm gonna show you to scan it in and like set it all up and the intricacies of like making it look good on your screen versus how it prints and you know like because there's there's like a lot of steps in there that that can that can really like screw you over if you, if you don't know what you're doing right these are a lot of steps that normal man or woman doesn't even think about in comic books right yeah all these things I mean, you're talking about I think like I think I got oh I think I put it away I have like a, a original black and white page somewhere around here and um, you can see like, it's just like the, the paper, like, cause not every, a lot of people are digital now, but a lot of people still draw on paper and scan it in. And like, there's just, you know, even from like paper to digital, there's like a, there's a learning curve, like how to do that right. And so I'm, I'm trying to get all that information crammed in their head, you know, during my class. So I want, I want to I go like back it. to, I want to go back to the um, technology side, but just if you can talk to, you mentioned like, using um i, I want to say comics but you know the, the the drawing to illustrate someone's life story how does that like the, that separation between say a superhero sort of storyline and then somebody who's kind of talking about you know their life in the form of a comics how does that sort of either support not support but how does it exemplify or how does it make it better for you know or, or different or, or more pronounced if you will well i mean like you can think about like when you watch tv and, or a movie and somebody like it's about the story of somebody's life and you have and the director has all that freedom to like edit out stuff that doesn't really matter in the, the story they're telling and then like they can set like the tone well when you're drawing it you can do so much of that just the way they're draw it's drawn like whether it's rough or really clean and then like um you know you can you can whether you know it or not, just as being a human, like you can, you, you're imparted, you, you get a lot from like visual um, information. And like, so like the way that you, you put your stuff out, you can tell the story even better than just like the written word. I love reading, don't get me wrong. I, I'm just, but graphic novels are more than just reading. Like it's, it's a, a visual uh, medium. So like, it just, it really allows you to like focus on the areas you want, you know? Like you can stop the story and all of a sudden like, boom, you're like in their head and like they're, they're think like the character, which is them is like thinking about something while something else is going on. Like that's, that's harder to do in, in film, but like with a comic, it's right, just drawn right. it. That's yeah. uh that's some deep shit, man. That's <laughs> deep. <laughs> but that, that's why, I'm serious. 
I just did my fantasy baseball draft, so I, it's not. It's all. It's not all about comic books for me. Good, good, good. <laughs> no, good. no, no, no. Still no but get I, horny here once in a while. Wow. <laughs> there's comics for that, I'm sure. I just don't have yeah. the subscription yet. Man, if there's not, there should be. Yeah. Have Have you ever colored any hentai? <laughs> no, I have not. I do love anime and manga. Okay. Yeah. There's no pleasure of the hentai yet. Not, not yet. Got there it, is like it. a there's like a famous comic book writer, and she like broke into the industry because she uh, would translate Korean porn magazines into mm -hmm. English, and that was wow. like her her gig. Now she's like one of the biggest writers in the industry. I mean, like in what industry? In the book industry. In the, oh, in the okay. porn industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I know her name? No, I like it. That's a good gig. I'm gonna translate like, someone's psyche. Yeah, I like it. There's actually, I actually have a lot of friends that do a lot of like erotica comic book stuff. Like my friend, yeah. uh, a guy named Tim Seeley, he uh he was an editor on Heavy Metal magazine, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. That's it's really cool. From like I used, that. To, I, I, yeah. I used to have to hide it for like with my Playboys for my mom when I was a little kid. Nice. Because it was pretty racy. And um, like they like they did stuff like some of those early some of those comic book people they were doing like the comics in like Penthouse magazine and stuff it was pretty mm. crazy. Yeah, now so that stuff is big. That yeah. auto erotica of cartoons and anime is a huge industry. You know, I love I love anime and like adult themed anime is like amazing. Like there's yeah. some there's some really good stuff. What I just watched, I just uh, it's just a cartoon, but I just watched. Um, did I just watch Farah? Solar Opposites, but what was the one right oh. before that? Oh, I was watching Invincible on Amazon. Prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I got to write it down. Yeah, write it down, write it. You know what yeah. I just watched uh, with my kids was a High Rise Invasion. Have you seen that? No, no. What That's is that? an anime on Netflix. Check it out. High Rise Invasion. I will. I'll check it out. The, the kids a, dug it. What's it rated? Netflix. Uh, it's it. rated gory. They're fucking murking people <laughs> on the 18th floor. <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners and watchers are going to know High Rise Invasion. Right, right. That don't shit's watch, fire right now. High Rise Invasion. Watch, I'm uh, don't watch Invincible with kids. I mean, like, there's like heads. Like, <laughs> they, oh. But it's it's written by, uh, the original comic was written by Robert Kirkman, who did Walking Dead. Mm. And so, like, because you know, Walking Dead was a comic book before it was a big TV. Like, think about, like, all these huge TV things right now, or movies, are a lot of them are based on comics. Like, of course, you know, like, yeah, yeah, and so like a lot of it comes from there. I think that industry, like Hollywood, may be running out of ideas, so it's easy to dip into the comic world, right? There's so oh, many yeah. comic books out yeah. there. I have right? I've got a bunch of friends who who have books on Image that are um, are making book deals. Like they're all talking about their EP power. They're becoming executive producers. That I'm mm. I mean, so, we're trying to get battle that way, but you know, so that'd so, be huge. Yeah, if that was a movie. Yeah. So, so how does that work? So, you have something that's your project, but then you're also signed. Let's just say, like, we're talking, you're signed to a label or you're signed to something. So, how how does it work? Like, how much of that rights do you have to sell it, and then to? I mean, it I really guess depends. it all depends. Yeah. It depends on your publisher. Like, you know, like. You know, they DC pretty much and Marvel they own all their own characters. But like in anything that's an image comic, it's still owned by the the creators. So like Invincible was no, an image comic, uh, Walking Dead was an image comic. Um, there's so many good things, you know. Like and it's because 
basically if you take your own idea to like one of those big corporations like marvel's owned by disney um warner brothers owns dc so like they don't want to give any rights away they're like right yeah we'll take your copy and we'll take everything you own i mean like even battle pub like we're we were in talks with a uh a studio and they're like the deal was like here's here's a here's 50 grand and we own everything but unless you print it yourself you know like and then they make a multi-million dollar movie right and you got we're looking at a cartoon and it could still happen i mean thing is like they're like all those like studios you're right like the they're they're hungry for new content so mm-hmm. yeah we just, i just gotta think we gotta think of a new comic that requires less cgi and it's cheaper to make you know mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> yeah because there's stuff out there like that so so hey, i got don't... real quick go ahead real quick check out this comic tell me what it's worth right here check out this one Savage dragon eric larson number and... one uh, number one mint the, condition I, you know that's a 90s comic so there's probably a lot of those out there but have you oh. you probably have you read any of the new eric larson savage dragon no i was just into this when i was young Wait, and somehow yeah, how, i made it through the years this is podcast rated do i have to, have to worry about what i talk about no, or what I say? no, no, no. never mark talks about old so, girlfriends like, all the time at this point <laughs> Savage Dragon is in a weird sexual three-way with his Ooh. with his uh, sex addicted wife Whoa. and this other hero, and like there is like there were scenes where she is thrown against the wall by his uh, by his ejaculation. Whoa! Like, it is like <laughs> that's how much juice he's got, huh? <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and she's just I like it. Like, she's always oh. like in a schoolgirl outfit. It's yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, but hey. Eric Larson, he's making the comics he wants to make. So you know, good for him. You know what's the nice. opposite of that is, is like when I'm on Facebook and they have like these uh <laughs> they have these ED commercials and they have like oh, the, the plug and the plug is like trying to like go into the wall socket. So it's kind of like this trying to go into the wall socket. And they're like, Do you have ED? <laughs> and it's like it's such a it's such a visual, like floppy, you know penis that it's like <laughs> it's just so awkward give that you gotta give that uh, plug the blue pill yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And at least half s- a pill you're gonna have so much charge you're gonna cause a fire <laughs> wherever you go i like it i like it yeah <laughs> but that's cool that's cool that they that those things exist i like a, rob brought out his comics too i i bring out my oh yeah comics. i got one more i'll save the next one okay oh okay so the last, why don't, why don't we go? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Hold on, just let me. Yeah, let me. Well, I, I want to have a couple questions before we jump into that. So, uh, quick story on comics. Um, so before, like, we all used to live in the this place we call the Teak House. Well, at least Alan, you were you lived there, right? Yeah, with, I lived there. with uh, Rutgers. <laughs> you guys shared a room. You Rutgers, guys had the big the, room in the middle. The headquarters yeah. With the fireplace. And the funny part about it was like Alan was the first guy I knew that had like a legit computer. He had an Apple. <laughs> and then he also had the internet before I really recognized all the things the internet <laughs> could bring you. So Alan was living the high life like way back in the day. But anyway, long story short, like before we moved out of there, for whatever reason, there was like this like time span when everything went to hell. And so um people were like breaking into rooms right and then one of the rooms that got broken into had comics so somehow i came up with those comics and then and then like two two moves or three moves or four moves later 
uh, I was moving out and, and uh, my wife's sister was helping us move and she had a pickup truck. And so she like put all this shit in the pickup truck and then we jump on like the 280 and all the shit comes out. And what's the first thing to fall out was the box of comics that we had fucking apprehended from the teak house. And I think there was Damn. like a, there was like a uh, spawn one in there and some other like early stuff, but you know, it was not that expensive, but it had some signatures. I don't think it was Todd, Todd McFarlane's, but it could have been somebody else on, you know, one of the creators on that. But anyways, wow. to see it spell out on the freeway and you're just like, fuck. And then I was like, should we pull over? And like, everyone's going 80 miles an hour. We're like, no, no, let's just keep going. <laughs> oh yeah. man that's, that's why all those other comics are worth so much now because the freeway spills yeah <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> but um yeah, I just want uh, you to know that, uh, that i i ran out of jameson i just oh i got some oh yeah let's let's see let's see what we're talking about here okay all right so we so got uh my girlfriend wants this japanese whiskey oh shit Ooh. suntory yeah, yeah suntory clear time. clear the clear stuff so i'm gonna try this but i've okay. already had some jameson it's got a little bit of a bite usually, but now that uh, I've had enough Jameson, I think it's going to be smooth. So, uh, so you're, that's what uh, Rob and I were kind of trying to do a little study up on uh, Mr. Allen before we got on. So you're typically the, the whiskey drinker, right? Or what? No, I think it was Scott. Was it scotch? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I've had my phases. Like I used to be like, yeah. uh, you know, I'd go to a bar and like, I, I would just be like, you know, doers on the rocks. There was a Too doers on the rocks phase. Uh, then I went to uh, Black. What is it, Swingers? <laughs> well, I, I lived in San Francisco, and like I was starting to get in like house music and underground parties. That it was just like Russian Standard on the rocks. So I switched to vodka, you know, like the squeeze a, squeeze a lime. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, whiskey whiskey is my go-to. Like Jameson's my favorite. It's you know Jameson, like Jameson wouldn't want anybody to hear this, but it's like it's like it's like my Bud Light. Because yeah. no matter where I go, it always tastes exactly what I want it to taste Ooh, like. I've, I've been telling point. Mark since uh, episode one about the Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Yeah. Let's do a shot. I'm going to do a shot of Jameson. Yeah, do a shot. Do a shot. Yeah, my Let's sister fired up. My sister-in-law is a, a big Jamie sp uh, fan or uh, cheerleader or whatever you want to call it. I can't. I can't. I told Rob, I can't get into the hard stuff. I'll just... I'll be out in the streets naked at some point. I just, <laughs> but, I just drink it, it on the rocks, and uh, it's a way to go. I, I mean, I'm I'm mellowing in my old age. Like it's, you know, I had a couple of Pacificas earlier. This sounds my, like uh, this sounds like the ideal life right here. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling all nighters and coloring and drinking tours yeah. on the rocks. To, yeah, it's a tough it's life. A, <laughs> yeah, it's a life. Somebody's got to live it. Yeah. <laughs> so um okay sorry so so uh you got the uh let me show us one more time for the fans you got the the uh it's the, the centauri centauri, centauri. yeah it's a little sharp uh it's not as it's like the jameson's a little smoother and this is like a little bit you know like bites, bites. like the japanese whiskey is really good there's this great japanese whiskey bar in san francisco san francisco called uh uh Nihon and uh if you ever get the chance it's like 14th admission mm. and like they do great appetizers but like you got to be careful because like I remember going in there one time until the bartender like yeah give us a shot you you decide and like after like eight shots our bill was like two hundred dollars damn yeah I was like <laughs> I'm like okay I'm not gonna do that again 
like part of great... par- yeah part of the ordeals they put you in like a, a sumo those little sumo diapers <laughs> and they spank you after the show but anyway kamikazes uh, yeah yeah so rob what are you sipping on tonight oh i got this right here the captain kush nice that's weed captain is that kush weed baby no no there's actually a sticker on the back and it will tell you uh no thc no cbd just just so the kids know before they buy it you know i feel like you got robbed <laughs> <laughs> Rob. captain kush that'd be dope <laughs> and then you got like the little shots of jamie and i got i got the boring uh, white claws as usual but here Cheers to you guys. Thank you, Alan, for coming on. Cheers to Rob. Cheers. Cheers. Dream right. tokens. I enjoy your podcast. We're all excited. Thank you, sir. I saw here, you man. subscribe, so I appreciate that. Sorry, sorry. One quick question, and then we can jump into some more fun stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. so let's talk technology. You mentioned technology. You got to scan stuff in. I imagine to get the 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 line outlines, and then you go from there. So, like, if you could break down the technology you use from like the devices to the software. That would be kind of cool to kind of, you know, get that little footprint. Yeah, I spend like most of my day in comics, coloring in Photoshop. Um, but I have an iPad and I'm trying to transition into using my iPad more. So I'm a little bit more like uh, mobile. Yeah. Um, so I use this program called Adobe Fresco. The um, There's some other programs out there, but like I've been, so I've been doing a lot of drawing in that. If you follow my Instagram, you can kind of see like, I, like I draw like a lot in that. And I've been doing like, um, so that I'm actually on like a four, five-year-old uh, MacBook Pro right now. And then I just mm. use this, I use the cheapest, this is the, the cheapest, this is my pen. I like, I wrap wow. it in electrical tape. Um, <laughs> Thought it was a cigar. <laughs> and like, that's what I, that's what I draw with you know, on my iPad. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I do comics, man. Like, I think like, I, I'm gonna have to get, you know, upgrade and do some things, but like, it's when, you know, from, from my generation, like starting, like the whole time, like most of your life, you're spending, like, when is this progress bar, the spinning, like wheel going to stop? Like you're always waiting for the programs to be like fast enough. And they're finally starting to be fast enough where you like, you're not having to wait and you can just be creative and just like, you know, you don't have to like do something and then wait five minutes and see if it looked cool. You can like just do stuff and it doesn't look yeah. cool. You can do it and like go. So that's yeah, the future. Everything's it's instant. That's what I want. That's yeah. all what I always wanted. Now I'm kind of because I used to be like early adopter, buy the newest thing, buy the you know get the newest software. Now I just want it to work and like be solid, and like that's that's key. So, yeah, that's so that, cool. I mean, technology wise, I mean, like, I think you know, like if I, I don't know, like get an iPad or like a draw like a drawing pad and draw digitally and like start start trying that out like there's so many ways of doing that like you're artistic artistically inclined you know mm, yes i draw pictures <laughs> yeah. You? yeah i don't see your head, tea, head tie yeah, yeah yeah i can't yeah. lie to you i like to do drawings <laughs> <laughs> so um uh okay sorry one more question before we, okay so i uh, we definitely want to take a look like alan was kind enough to share his portfolio with us so i definitely want to take a look at some works and then alan if you don't mind uh, walking through it with us. Um, one of the things that I think you mentioned uh, just on the career sort of dialogue is just you're able to sort of freelance between um, different companies, if you will. So how do you, um, how does that sort of work? Do you have like an agent that's like, 
uh, Alan's available in this next like th six months, you have any projects or is it like sort of you just kind of reaching out as time permits? It's pretty much that like I, um, because I'm a freelancer, like it's all on me. And um, so like, like that, that Godzilla thing I just finished, um, which I think comes out next week. Um, that was, that was a huge, 80 pages is a huge thing. And um, like, I had to turn down a couple projects because I was so busy. And, and then when I'm done, what I do is I just send out some emails to editors. Cause like in the comic book world, the editors kind of like assign the work. And I'm like, hey, I'm free. My schedule's open. Um, if you guys have anything, I would love to like try it out and, or I'd love to give you a tryout and see if it's something, you know, if I could, you know, work for you. And that's pretty much what I do. Like I, I the only thing like I learned like this like years ago, like I can't ask too many people once because then like if you get work, then you have to start saying no when people are trying to send you work. So like oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, a, it's not the it's not the easiest time in the comic book industry right now. Like, you know, like DC's lower DC comics have like lowered the amount of books they publish every month. Um, you know, um it's funny like these huge corporations that are making billions of dollars off these comics are like so stingy about like trying to get new comic or like giving money back to the comic books part of their of their uh, corporation so like they have to they have to be like profitable so they have to be really careful like how many things they put out and if they make money or not because like the, a lot of comics like um they're returnable so like they said they they'll, they'll send like so you get like uh, 200 like issues of Detective Comics number 985, right? And like they send it like at one comic book store and then the comic book store only sells 50 of them. They can return a bunch of them for credit. So like there, there's all this math equation going on there. So like it's, it's, it's a tight, it's a, it's a tight uh, rope walk kind of a situation where like, you know, like they only put so much stuff out or at least in that, that, confined thing that like AT&T and uh and um and Disney put on the on, Di on Marvel and, and DC so because there's only so many people that actually make a living doing comics so right. it's, a, it's a weird situation yeah. and, and like it's actually it's not the worst thing in the world because like I'm doing like an album cover for a guy and like I'm doing some other stuff I'm doing some web comics now which I haven't been announced yet uh, yet but like web comics do actually do pretty good money um because yeah. you know you can like they're like scrollable in your yeah phone. that's what my daughter does she reads all kinds of online comics yeah big time oh, she's uh, on her phone reading comic books yeah gates of hell i'm, I'm coloring gates of hell it's all right pretty good it's not out yet it's gonna be on webtoons i think i'm the first person to talk about that so is exclusive it, right here folks so is it you heard it here yeah, webtoons, webtoons. Shout out. So, is it is it um like as easy as it is? I'm not easy, but I mean, for you know how like music, you can put out your own content and put it on iTunes or put it on whatever. Is it like for for comic book artists? Is it a lot? Is it harder just because of the time consumption with drawing all the you know twenty pages or whatever? How many pages it is? Well, let's say like you, Marcus. You like you like have a great idea for like a four page or four book series and you, okay. you want to write it. And so like you as a person off the street that like has this amazing ideas um, and like you want to put it together, 
like you've got to think about like the cost of like you've got the the artist and the artist maybe the inker because there's 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 people that like pencil it and there's people that ink it usually a lot of artists now do both and then there's the person that colors it and there's the letterer and then the, you probably need an editor so those are three potentially three people that you got to hire at a page rate and then you got to get the publisher to actually like say hey okay this is actually like a fairly legitimate like this looks like a real comic book we'll like well, not only will we publish this, but we will promote it. So like, like going that route, you kind of have to build up some clout in the industry to be able to like do that. Or you can do something like a self-published webcomic, which Battlepug, we did that as just a free weekly webcomic for five years. And then Dark Horse collected it as hardbacks that we sold. And then Image now collect, uh, does a collected, uh, it's called a Pugnabus. That's the Pugnabus. What's it called? Uh, anyways, it's a it's a pun on pugs. Anyways, it's the omnibus. It's like, it's, it's, it's a pug life. It's a it's a, <laughs> a compugnium. Um, okay. So like so like it's not. You could totally you could, man. You could like scrawl on newspaper and take photos of it and print it out yourself and then like put it out there. You could totally do that, but like there's different routes like uh, have you guys ever been to a, a zine fest have you heard Is of those it? no zine zine fest no zine, i know no, that, no to, to your point i know there's a there's a niche bookshops that have nothing but you know printed uh you know um like self-published uh, yeah self-published stuff so but you're yeah. talking about like a convention where there would be nothing but like independent uh, yeah. creators yeah there, there's one there's a really good one in san francisco called sf zine fest i'm sure there's one in san jose and like and they, a lot of it are just people that are just really passionate about like telling a story like on paper oh here here's the here's the compugnium by the way Ooh, <laughs> look at that the glare that's yeah. cool man that's beautiful this is five years with the web comics wow oh it's all printed it's all printed out in that yeah. like little yeah that's yeah. dope how much is that I think it's 50 bucks. No, it's it's 25. That's cheap. 25. Yeah, it's actually really oh no, it's 35. 35. God damn it. No, he, just, he just signed it, so it's 35 now. <laughs> yeah. I want your yeah, I want the signed version. Hell yeah. My picture is not worth money, but it's funny because when I'm sitting at conventions, like uh, because I've done I've been doing comics for you know 15 plus years, like like somebody will like some dude, some nerdy dude will show up like with a box and like can you sign these? And you're like, you'll pull out like 40, 50 comics. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a, do my ATP and uh, it's a the weird Michael, experience. Yeah. You're like Michael Jordan yeah. over there. You're like, let me fucking do all that. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm famous in a very small world. <laughs> That's cool. It's fun. So, it's fun. So let's, let's, if you don't mind, let's, let's, let's jump into taking a look at some of your beautiful work. Now, uh, for the fans, uh, this may go all wrong, so we're really hoping it doesn't. Um, holy crap. Which one is it? I think we can go to Google Chrome. On that note, I'm going to have another shot. All right, I yeah, do, do another shot. Big swallows of whiskey. Ah, there you so. go. All right, can you guys see my screen up here? Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm at a that's sales it. meeting. Yeah, that's right. That's it. So like uh, DC comics are just like random DC comic pages. Um, 
I think you can just uh, yeah, just click on any of them. That's Batgirl, Birds of Prey. That's um, that's a cover I did for the. Uh, it's for a. Uh, it was for a collected edition by I think Brian Boland. Boland. Um, yeah, just click through them. Just click through them and and. Uh, so this is like this is a bat. This is Detective Comics. I think this is actually unpublished. Uh, with Batgirl in, or Batwoman in it against wow. the rat catcher. Um, so I get these and they're black and white. And, um, and you know, like what I do is create that sense of depth and texture and mood. See, like there's like, she's in this control room and there's like lights and then mm -hmm. she's down there and there's like these cells. She's dealing with, uh, with uh, Deathstroke, I think is down there. I don't know if you guys wow. watched the new uh, Justice League. Uh, I, didn't have, I didn't have four hours on my hands. <laughs> it's actually it's pretty good um there's a very uh there's batwoman and a bunch of ninjas yeah just keep going it's just uh there's the flash uh the justice league that's a john Byrne. i think it's john Byrne Justice league supergirl that's cool all these are covers some of them are pages um panic in the sky brainiac it's uh, well, the Eisner Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. And uh, right. that's Teen Titans, too. That's that's Death this Stroke. one's super dope right here. I love this one. It's a uh, Wonder Woman. I think the artist is Jesus Marino. I think he's in Spain. Wow. But, yeah, that was a really cool cover. That was fun. Okay. Um, Let me go back. I think there's a. Uh, oh, I wanted to, to ask, um, I wanted to ask you about this one. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, there's actually a couple in here, but let me see. Um, <laughs> there's a there's lot. A lot. Yeah. Okay, so this one here. It girl. Yeah, so so this guy here looked like somebody we knew. <laughs> and I, I didn't know if that was. Who? Yeah, looks like an old can... college bro of ours. Yeah, just because because like, okay, so let me let me backstep here a couple. So I saw like her symbol, which kind of looked like your eight your ATP. So I was like, isn't that, isn't that crazy? I don't know why her symbol looks like that. that that's a character. It's an Easter egg. Made yeah. by Mike Allred for in the eighties, um, right? In the early eighties. No, it's a nineties. It's a nineties oh. comic, but it was from um man, uh, I can't remember his name, like uh the main character. But these are like the like the the friends of the main character. It's a uh, it's like Atomic Man. It's gonna bug me. Till, there's some nerd yelling at us right now. Um, <laughs> but put it down in the comments. Yeah, yeah. know the answer. That's actually drawn by Mike uh, Norton, who draws Battle Pug. Oh, really? Okay, then, cool. Uh, Circles yeah, around. Yeah, so I, book, and it's actually written. It's written by a guy named Jamie Rich, who's a, a, a editor at DC Comics. So uh, same thing. So yeah, so when I saw <laughs> when I saw this and then I saw him, I was like, maybe this is Alan's uh, his idea of a comic, and then he's gonna include some people we know in here as like the guy at the nightclub. It's <laughs> like you know, <laughs> trying to steal your lady. <laughs> definitely felt that vibe. <laughs> All right, tunes and this guy sneaks in, yeah. Mr. Steal oh, your man, girl. Tunes. <laughs> a long time. So there's like there's tons of comic stuff in there my portfolio thing yeah and then back. there's some stuff i've drawn down in like the vector stuff but i don't know what you want to talk about like yeah yeah, yeah. let's vector. uh 
for let's the take, for the let's take a quick look at the marble and then let's look at your vector stuff because that's the other point okay. and if i start freezing i'm sorry um no you're fine yeah this is uh punisher this was this actually wasn't published. This was drawn by a guy named C.P. Smith, um, who's a great artist. I met I met him when he worked at Wildstorm, and he sent that over. He's like, "Yeah, let's see what you can do with this." So like, it was just fun. Like I really like his style and like the whole like aesthetic. Especially, I, I think that when I colored this, like uh, like I was watching Daredevil on Netflix, and like mm. Punisher was in it, and then the Punisher series came out, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do some Punisher." Yeah, this so, one, this one's super it, sick. This could be like a poster on someone's wall. This is like the same vein yeah. of like you people have Kobe Bryant or they have Marilyn Monroe. This could be like something that's just up there, just representing. Cool. That's dope. Cool, man. That was fun. That actually, it's this is kind of weird. Like, I actually, I drew that over the existing one, like um, because I was trying to like try the the technology you were talking about earlier, like. I was using this program Adobe Fresco to like re like redraw the line art and then I colored it. But this was like one of my favorite comics when I was like, you know, 16. Excalibur. Yeah. It was a wasn't, there a, wasn't there a video game? No. No. I mean, is that the one with comic. the is that the one with the with guy the, that like dies after five seconds after you put your quarter in? <laughs> if you choose to go left that? or right. Oh, yeah. No, that is like the hardest video of all time. So <laughs> yeah, this is, these are a bunch just, of <laughs> they're like X-Men, like right? Yeah, these are British, yeah. like X Men, like with a British bent, like they're based in like England. And that's the yeah. the thing, right? They look like it, or that's what that's, it's supposed the, to be. That's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler okay, okay. and Phoenix and and uh, Kitty Pride and Captain Britain and uh, Megan, his girlfriend. <laughs> I like. It. I like you gotta have a girlfriend. This has a very tombstone yeah. feel here. I like it. Yeah, you know, this is like one of like my early like I worked on a couple Marvel things like Spider Man and Kid Colt. And, um, but I haven't done like a lot of Marvel work. I, I'd love to, but like, it just hasn't panned out. But uh, like, Get a little Spider -Man action. Work, like coloring Spider-Man, like I did this Spider-Man story and it ended up in like a, uh, a Walmart reprint issue. And like, it was like the most residuals I ever got in like, Are you based serious? on a comic. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Cause it's in Walmart. It's going to be out there like in mass quantities, yeah. huh? I had some yeah. I had some DC stuff in the DC Walmart issues and they like they were pretty sweet too. Yeah. Because you know, like people Walmart are buying comics, apparently. Yeah. Okay, all right. So let's uh if you don't mind, let's jump into uh your your artwork. Sure. Uh, how the hell do I get out of this? Okay. Let's make sure I get this. Using Thank my you. Dropbox. And this I is love a, it. This uh, works great. Not a version. Do the um fresco ports. Okay. These, um, I was dog sitting in Laguna Beach and like I had a bunch of free time because I didn't have any work. So I was just like drawing on my iPad. I like, I was just like, I'm like, man, I'm just gonna learn how to use an iPad and like just draw on it. So just go ahead and skip through here. So, and I was watching The Mandalorian. Yeah, like, that's dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was just like drawing like Mandalorian stuff and like, and like there's some Wonder Woman. I was like, I was trying to find a bunch of cosplayers. Sometimes I was using mm. stuff from the movies, but like I was finding cosplayers that like were doing awesome cosplay and I was drawing that. This is mm, from Samurai, cool. uh, Samurai Shampoo, which is an anime. It's really good. That's cool. Yeah, we got Finn. Finn, yeah. Yeah. Got Poe. Poe. Yeah, this is Sandman. 
scary. Uh, what's going on here? Sorry, I'm getting Close some. That. Uh, it's good. Yeah, go. I'm getting some. Uh, uh -huh. How do you like? I think he's do? up. I think he's up <laughs> Hicks Road. Uh, that guy's up Hicks Road. That's Sam and Sister <laughs> Death. Oh, of course it uh, is. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. Flash Gordon. Oh. Yeah, uh, dude. The Hawk of no, Hawkman. From, yeah. uh, from uh, not uh, not Barbarella. No, Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Flash Gordon. Yeah. 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 I actually That's met the. I actually met Flash Gordon at a convention, and he is like the coolest guy. Did you guys? Did yeah. you guys do coke with Ted? <laughs> He came over just to like me. Ted, just <laughs> like the movie Ted, right? Yeah, he yeah. came over and he was just like so hyper. I mean, he had that kind of energy, but like, no, <laughs> he had that natural energy, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? He did, which like Miles Morales? Yeah, I was gonna say, what was his name? Miles Morales, uh, Spider Verse, uh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, yeah, from the 60s, 70s. Mostly 60s. Robocop. Robocop. Oh, Robocop, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just experimenting with this program and, like, drawing all these based on cosplayers. That's super and, dope. You know? Thanks, yeah. Um, so, what are you going to do with these drawings and colorings? What do you do with them? Other than, well, obviously, save them for your Dropbox or portfolio, but what else are you going to do with them? Well, you know, like, you can't really sell them online because mm -hmm. um, they're they're licensed ips yeah that's what i was gonna say so, yeah. but i can i can do prints at conventions um these are drawings that i like i've done i did a bunch of art shows uh when i was in the bay area and um these are called i call them vector art and they're based on different models and i i basically drawing them in a very particular way want to grab that they're all sexy uh, <laughs> yeah yeah they're all gonna be sexy i'd print them on canvas and like stretch them yeah oh that's cool so mm. yeah i mean like you know like I, I didn't get paid to do these this was just for fun you know like they're awesome I, I just like the like the visual aesthetics and you know like creating something like that was uh kind of compelling in some way like like i would do these when i was oh that looks like me right now <laughs> I, I was gonna say that. That's you on a Sunday morning, right there, bro. That's me right now. That was, that was me on many Sunday mornings. But no, <laughs> really, Ooh, these, I like, like the color on this one, the Pokemon action. <laughs> yeah, she's she was really she's like a friend on Instagram. But like, uh, you what's know, her like, hand? Um, what's her handle? There's like ten thousand people watching <laughs> this right now. They want to holler. Yeah. Uh, Nico Marie. Nice. Yeah, she's from Australia. That's my friend Tram. Um, That's cool. This was for a, like a, a particular show that I did in San Francisco. So like, you know, like I like I was kind of to the point where like that was actually for a, a, a magazine article. That's a Mark magazine article too. Um, I don't know why there's multiple versions in there, but um, <laughs> but like because I I do do illustration work. There's me. Yeah, there's that guy. This is handsome man. Hey, let's see. Is this it? This guy's doer is on the rocks. Yeah. That was a photo taken me at a bar in Chinatown in San Francisco. But that was my that was my uh that was the image I put up as my of myself for a long time. So yeah, these were, you know, like I was drawing these and I was just trying to do something. That's that's from a character from Image Comics. It's a cosplayer, and uh it's from a comic book called Hack Slash. 
Um, Looks like a photo almost. Well, and it's based on a photo mm-hmm. of a cosplayer, and her name is uh, Anna Anna Mia. Oh, I like the name too. That's cool. She's a really good cosplayer. It's my friend, my friend Dog, Chris, mm. who owns a, a THC uh, drink company. Oh, dope. Yeah. And then some of these are just like, you know, that's cosplayer for Miss uh, Captain Marvel. Like I did that way before the movie. My friend Chris. He's a bear. <laughs> He's a bear. Yeah. He's he handsome. Is, he is totally a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a creepy. Her name she goes by Creepy Yacht. She's just like uh, this designer in LA, and she like does all these like leather buckles and stuff. That's her mm. again. Oh, that's dope. So, yeah, but I was trying to do this like kind of like thing where like this aesthetic where like it was because uh, I do all this time making things look three dimensional, and I was trying to like create this like some like a simpler version of, of art that was like aesthetically pleasing, but like like. You know, it's just what I was going for. You're gonna make me want to go and draw yeah. the next like couple hours and do yeah. other things. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> to no, myself. No, but, hey, whatever, yeah. whatever your no, crowd no. likes. No, no, no. But I mean, that's the cool thing about these is that, um, is that it is like, it's almost like, um, like going back to your graphic design thing. Like you can see that on like a shirt or something or on your wall and it doesn't need yeah. to have the depth and the story and all. It's just, it's very much just like you see what it is and it's, no, stri- you, it's striking. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. And then like, because I come from that, that graphic design background, like I, I, I kind of feel like, like not all artists feel this way by any means, but like, I feel like coming from graphic design, like art kind of needs like a purpose or like a, a reason like some of my favorite artists is uh, an artist by the name is uh, Alphonse Mucho. Is that Jeff? Is this guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know that guy. Got to beat I his name. For Jeff for his, he needed <laughs> yeah. a uh, uses nickname a bio a bio illustration for his, his website for bed truck bread truck films. But like but the whole thing is like you know like coming from a point where like art is like a is a part of things where like they have as purpose like yeah. Yeah, that's you know. I love like, all the like, hair. Thanks. Me and yeah. Marcos think what we do here at this podcast is art. I think I this think is it, our art form. You know what I mean? Either, it's, it's either it's either art or a shark. I, I don't know. I'm gonna decide that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's art. I think it's art. So, like, a lot of these are like things I've drawn, and like, you know, like, and it's funny because like. Like, uh, I was trying to, like, I've been doing comics for so long, like, I was, you know, like, but I really like this feel, like, these these things. And, and so, like, I'm trying to, like, kind of push my own boundaries, like, with what I, like, put out there and, and stuff. Because, like, you know, like, I was on Tumblr. I have, like, tons of stuff on Tumblr, but, like, suddenly nipples aren't allowed anymore. And, like, mm. what's uh, wrong? Nipples are great, you know? Right. Yeah, we all have them. Yeah, we do. We literally all have. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like this art is like definitely like something like just like I'm just trying to draw something and like I want it to be provocative, you know, and like and yeah, interesting cool. and like like get some sort of feeling from something. So like that's what this 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 kind of like illustration stuff is. Oh, you got cap on here. Yeah, and then. And then I was like, hey, I can draw this stuff. Let's see if the NFL will pay me. And they, they didn't. 
you probably needed like bar- separate- you probably needed yeah. bars on this and then they would have paid yeah. you at least the, at least well, the, the corporation would have the thing is i know i know guys that knew that knows uh kaepernick and they showed it to him but like nothing really happened with it and i spent a lot of time on that drawing yeah but like my old roommate yeah. adam his dad used to be like a field uh, field photographer for both the raiders and the niners so like that's why it says original photo by al gold Oh, that's like, cool. Al's, Al's is amazing. Like, like he wanted to like, I think he stayed on for an extra year just because he wanted to like shoot in Santa Clara before like he retired. You know, like the main amazing old photographer. You should sell this as a, a non-fungible token mm. with uh, what you and yeah. Al do a collab. Dude, I'm actually glad you brought that up. What do you guys think of that? The NFTs? Do you know, do you so, know much about it or? I, yeah, my, my buddy got, uh, my buddy, I want to bring on a podcast down the road, Sam, he, uh, he got me into it. So the NBA top shop has, has their NFT and you know, my brother worked for Twitch and now I forget where he works now, but he said like the company he worked for, uh, basically, um, one of the artists, I don't know if it's like KG elephant or somebody, the man, whatever. Yeah. I always get confused by the, the newer artists, but they were selling their album as, or, or a song, whatever, as an NFT. So I, it's kind of hard to say, except for the fact that, like, you collected comics, I collected baseball cards. You know, like, we all know what it's like to collect an element of the sport or the thing we like. So that's where the NFT yeah. makes sense. But the fact that you can't really do much with it, and it's just like a video that you can watch on YouTube or something else, you're kind of like... I feel like it's the- it's like a pyramid scheme, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. It only—it's so bad for the environment. Like, so right, bad. right, right. When you're mining, well, okay. So, so here's my whole analogy on the whole like Bitcoin. It's not an analogy. I heard this. So, so the here here's the explanation. The drink tokens explanation of Bitcoin, right? It's like some, and I heard this somewhere. It's like basically, a Bitcoin is like a library book back in the days when you can see everybody that took it out. And so, so you're buying that book and you have that history of who took it out last and you either buy the book, which is now 50 something thousand dollars, or you try to, you try to facilitate the processing of that book to somebody else. Like here, here on Marcos, I have the book, Alan, you're going to buy the book. Uh, Rob needs to facilitate the process, but the whole facilitating is based on all that energy that gets wasted. And the people mm. that can buy the software to actually process that, that transaction. So you're either going to spend the money to invest in the actual book, or you're going to spend the money to, to make money off the transactions. And it's like, it's not really, I mean, that's how I understand Bitcoin. NFTs is different because like you said, it's kind of like there somebody needs to generate a market for it. And that's, that's where like the NBA top shop doesn't make sense. So my friend turned me on to it and, and basically what they do is they sell packs, like packs of cards, but to get a pack of cards, you have to get like an entrance to get, to get in line for that pack. So the entrance was to buy three cards. So I went into this marketplace to buy those three cards. And then, uh, I bought the three cards at the cheapest price possible. Uh, they, they dropped the, the pack. I didn't get the chance to buy the pack because it's like only $30,000 pack, 30,000 packs available. The, you know, there's 200 people, 200,000 people waiting in line. 
And then when I go back to the marketplace to look at the, the cards I bought to get in line, they're all half price. So somebody's controlling the market and like doubling the cost of these stupid cards I bought. And now I have three cards that are like, basically I, I lost half my money on it. And to your that point. Sounds like, uh, the it sounds like the GameStop thing that happened. Yeah, it, exactly. It is. Yeah, it that's is. GameStop. Yeah. Like that. yeah. 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 Now, I, you know, like my thing is like, cause like I have all that original art, right? And I can, I can try to put it out there. Like there's this famous artist, his name is James Jean. Um, and like, What's he sold name? something, uh, James Jean. Not James Dean, uh, the porn star. No, Gene. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, I think that guy, that guy has some indictments. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, and, it, it, like, and he sold something for like a couple million dollars wow. and like, worth of, you know, like, uh, of not Bitcoin. It was like some other like uh, virtual currency. And the thing is like, like. <sighs> was it even worth that? It's, well, it was worth it to the person that bought it. Yeah, you have to buy it. Like, yeah. But it's it's not. It's so not. Yeah. Like it's that's like, like a, that's it's not different from a JPEG or a like a right. like a like you see this this drawing on here. It's not a it's not any different from like a different one. Like if somebody bought this for like ten thousand dollars worth of like Bitcoin, I mean I'd like that. I'd like to buy some things, but it's 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 not any different from like just having a JPEG of it, and it's a ridiculous market. Yeah, and, that's, that's weird. And it takes like all this electricity, like to make that money. And it's, and it's really bad for the environment. And like, yeah. so like, like they come, the, the people are coming at like artists and then they're trying to say like, Hey, this is your opportunity to, uh, to like finally make some money. But not really. It's not like the big names making money, you right. know, like, like Banksy, like yeah. if Banksy puts one out, it's worth millions. If somebody else puts oh, it yeah. out, it's worth millions. Yeah, well, but, dude sold, yeah. sold his like for like $60 million worth of like, like, you know, like cryptocurrency. Yeah. So like, that's crazy. My friend, that was some like cosplayer at a convention. That's Matsumi mm. Max. That's oh, right. Um, mm, all right. That's, yeah, I, I nice. did some photography of her. Me. Yeah. So like, I like so your I, I like, like your taste, bump. Alan. Your tastes are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, big tits and ass. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Easy. I wouldn't. No. He just hey. hey, man, it sells. I like it. I like it. All right, we're gonna close out uh, of this. But thank you, Alan. Yeah. Hey, Alan. Let's um right now uh promote your um what what can the people? I mean, we, we have more to go on the show, but promote like the website that folks can jump on and i'm gonna go Basically, back to this. Just, just do a search for uh angry f just the word angry and the letter f so i that's that's my twitter that's my instagram that's my behance my deviant art just uh i've got stuff up on like multiple platforms society six and redbubble you guys know? Did you, have you ever heard of Redbubble or Society Six? No, no. Those are no. those are websites where I can put up artwork, and I I can actually put it on like uh, products, and then people can like buy like like a beer cozy, with like my drawing oh. of something I drew and like and, like delivered to their house, like That's or cool. like random stuff. Yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, like, um, you know, it's kind of funny because like I'm a huge fan of like all these things that are basically owned. You know, their IPs like uh, with, uh, you know, like Spirited Away from like, um, uh, or um, I'm trying to think of the other things I've done, like 
all these things that are owned by big corporations. So I've drawn them and I put them up there, they get taken down. But then I put my own art up on there as well. Like I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do some like a ninja that isn't like owned by like Warner Brothers, you know, and like yeah. put stuff up there. It's hard right. because like as a, a comic book person, 90% of actually as a comic book person, 99% of what I color is owned by, well, 100% of it, what I color is owned by something else. Yeah. So like that stuff isn't something that I can really like turn into something I could sell. But if I draw my own stuff, as long as it's not owned by another IP, I can put it up there and sell. Here's yeah. a way you can piggyback the fact that you colored for a big name. Right. People are, are into so you know? Let, yeah, along the, same, along the same lines, can you extract the color from their drawing and sell just your color? And will it show enough of the image <laughs> to say, motherfucker, I colored this, my colors. You know, it, it's funny. I sh I'll email you like what it looks like afterwards. Like, like Superman's fighting Brainiac, and like all the Justice League is like piling on. Like when you take out the like line art and you yeah. just see my colors, it's like this weird amalgamation of like what the image looks like. So now we're gonna create a market now, for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee Fisher. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could. Okay, hold on. Sell those. Yeah, for real. Dream tokens is back. Let's take a shot or a, or a, a long a sip or a long sip. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Woo. There you oh, go. Oh, right. There we go. With a is is. That, hey Rob, is your Trump say MAGA or does it say Supreme? What's it say? Supreme, baby. Okay, all right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Supreme asshole. <laughs> Supreme asshole to you. Fucker. Top five. Uh, oh, how bad I hate you. Top five reasons why I hate Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go yeah, ahead. Definitely. Let's just chat. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Enough with the technical bullshit. Let's get right into what viewers and subscribers wanted to know. Marcos had his whole rant. So let's get it. Yeah, he had his whole rant. So here we go. These are real people that follow us on Instagram. We told them that you were going to be on the show. We got about a dozen questions, but I picked the top three. Oh, bad. Okay, are you ready? Okay. So King Nowhere, King Nowhere asked, who would win in a fight, Iron Man or Batman, and why? Batman, because, oh. well, he's rich, but they're both rich, but he's like always got a, he's the man of the plan. Mm. What I about mean, Iron Man's gadgets and Jarvis and suits? The thing about... The thing about Batman, he's always prepared. Like he, like he actually got on the shit list with the Justice League because, like, he like knew how to take down every Justice League member. Like he's the man with the plan. He's mm. a genius. So you think he'll have a plan when Iron Man? Oh yeah. Him? But I think yeah. I, th I think part of mm. it is that like the movies didn't do it justice that he had the plan, right? Like. Maybe no, the comic book like, tells more about the planning aspect of it, the conniving. I like a lot of the DC movies, but they're shit compared to... Actually, if you guys have a chance, watch the animated movies they put out from DC because those are so much better. Um, but no, Batman, like if you read the comics, Batman is oh. the man with the plan. Like he can right. deal with stuff. Yeah, I think I think people need to comment below if you agree or disagree. He's like the comment Wu -Tang, below. He's like the Wu-Tang. Uh, he's like the RZA from the Wu-Tang. He had the whole plan for the beginning to, to organize the troops. Okay, okay. That's it. That's an interesting answer, though. He would win because he would plan it. Yeah. I mean, he's ready for like just about any situation. Mm. Like, 
it's not just about his utility belt. Like he like he like you know like Tony's got like uh like mm. the satellites and stuff. So does Bruce. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. plans everything. Yeah, uh, he's got a, yeah. he's like three steps ahead of anything that's happening. So he's if he's playing. on a hot date, he's he's planned it ahead. He's got <laughs> he's got he a blue pill. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, here we go. Here we go. Second question. Papa Doc 408. Here we go. Papa Doc 408. Who in the hell does Johnny Walker think he is? The new Captain America? Johnny Walker is a, a tragic figure. And like, mm. I don't want to give, I mean, okay, this is, this is a comic book answer, not like the show, because I just watched the second episode. But Johnny Walker is, is a guy that is an American hero, but under so much like pressure from being the, like the next Captain America, he's, his, his mind's going to break. He's well, where, where, what's his origin? Where did he come from? I mean, he was like a kick-ass, like Navy SEAL, like Special Forces guy. From Tennessee. Like... He's from Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really? Marcus needs another drink. Isn't that, where Ted... <laughs> Isn't that where Johnny Walker's from? <laughs> Fucking the four the horsemen, the four horsemen. Jim, Jack, Jose, and Johnny. Johnny Walker can't handle the mantle of Captain America. And that's why, like, because he becomes, he eventually, like, redeems himself and becomes the American flag which is another like comic book in Marvel universe. But yeah, so like- Where, like, where has he been though, before the Falcon? I mean, before this Disney Plus stuff, where, where has he been? Oh, he was fighting wars. He was like doing like, you know, special forces shit. Like he's legit, he's a legitimate, like special, like badass, but he's no Captain America. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That's a, that's a hey, these are good questions, right? These yeah, are they are. Okay, here we go. Single mom, single mama two no two oh nine. Single mama two oh nine. One of AC's friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually where I got it. <laughs> where's AC? Mad, AC? Where's AC been for the last five weeks? Good question. He, said he went to go. He went to go get a tall boy, and he never came back. <laughs> okay, single mama two oh nine. When is Ladybug and Cat Noir finally going to go on a hot date? Ladybug and Cat... Who's Ladybug? I can't remember. Lady, should I know who that is? Ladybug and Cat Noir. When are they going to go on a hot date finally? Ladybug. <laughs> oh, we finally stumped him. I can't believe it. Hold on. I'm going to see who this is. <laughs> I can't believe it. Drink Tokens podcast. Stump. 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 Stump ATP. Oh, my God. I don't, oh, you know what? I don't know who those people are. Cosplay <laughs> and oh. conventions, and they like they dress like ladybugs. Okay, uh, I'm all for it. I'm a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm a big, I'm a big like fan it. of Azula and um, the Last Airbender getting together. Personally, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's love in the air. Vargas has no idea we're talking about. No. No. <laughs> no. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Asami, Asami. All right. So, all right. so wait a minute. There's you have one another more. question? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there's one more. There's one more. There's one more. It's come from uh, Rufus Phone Booth. <laughs> Rufus Phone Booth. When did the Mongols actually invade China? What oh, the that's a. What was that about 1573, maybe? 75? <laughs> Is this <laughs> like a real answer? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, 
It happened. I like it. Yeah. Kudos to the people that ask our fans out there. Thank you. Single mama 209. All right, Rob, let's jump into I, the next next segment. Yeah. With the top five. Top five. Here we go. Okay, Alan. Top five. It's either happened or maybe it hasn't happened. Comic books to the silver screen. Your favorite. Oh man, that's hard. Um, okay, I'm gonna do this in, in no hold, order. Hold, hold on. Are we gonna yeah. go in a, we're gonna go in a round or is it Alan's? We'll top go five? around. We'll go around. Just we'll just do it. Doesn't have to be top five. It'll be five, and you'll start, then I'll go, then Marco. So okay. who do you think is compelling enough, Alan, that you can say is a great comic book to silver screen big picture? Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna name the movies. It's not in any particular order. Okay, but, go ahead. Uh, I, love, I love Constantine. Mm, well, that's with, the one with uh, uh, Keanu, right? Yeah, it was kind of like, I love, I'm a big Constantine fan in the comic books. Like, it's not quite the same. But like, I thought that was a great movie. Um, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That was amazing. That's a, you know, like a B league, like kind of a situation. Wait, 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 Deadpool. wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> if you remove, if you remove the uh, soundtrack of all the Guardians, is it still good, that good? Wait, if I remove who, you broke up. The soundtrack. He says the soundtrack, the music. The 80s music. Because they really yeah, pushed that hard that that was such a dynamic yeah. part of it. I think James Gunn, the director, like did such an amazing job with both one and two. Like I like one better, but like I think that movie is just, it's just, a, it's really well done. 80s music though is pretty mm. awesome. Yeah. It's easy to but, sing during karaoke. I mean, it has a lot of good points. It has a lot of like points. Like it. It's also like it's just a fun, I mean, they're fun movies. And then, yeah, like, yeah. so I'm going to put both, like, both those, like, uh, Suicide Squads in the same category. And then, uh, yeah. wait, Thor wait, Ragnarok. wait, wait. Thor you Ragnarok. Said, you said yeah. Suicide Squad is in there too? No, no. Did I say that? I'm sorry. I meant, I, I'm sorry. He's, he's directing the new Suicide Squad. I meant James Gunn, the okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. So, <laughs> Here comes the doers. I like it. Yeah, it, it, it's the it's the Centauri, the Centauri time. Centauri. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a fucking sword? And yeah. fucking Kill Bill. Alpha the Centauri. Fucking Centauri. Where sword? was that? The last Starfighter. They were from Alpha Centauri oh. or something. <laughs> the new one. I think there's gonna be a new one that's coming out. Anyways, so okay, so I got what I got? I got Husty, I got Guardians of the Galaxy, and then um, let's see, uh, Thor Ragnarok. That is that an amazing good. movie. Very that had good music too. It was it's, kind it's of interesting. Fun. Yeah. What's mm. that? Is that what? Who's the director? He all his shit. He touches his gold. Uh, Tiki. How do you say his name. Tahi. Yeah, something like Joaquin? that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. Say it. My girlfriend corrects me every time I say it. Michael Watiti. Oh, <laughs> did uh, you hear that? Uh, Michael Watiti. Um, yeah, like he's like I love what he does with. I don't right. know if you guys ever watched uh, what we do in the shadows. Mm, like no, that movie? no. Oh my god! Or Jojo that Rabbit, or like all those things, right? Jojo Rabbit. Oh wait, what, what movie? TV is show. Oh, is no. too, but anyways, he's a great director. Yeah. Um, so I got three so far. Um, Logan. Logan. Oh, that was the that was sad. That was like the saddest. <laughs> wait, that was well, that was the one right where where he basically him and Professor X die, right? 
Yeah, I mean, like it was, it was definitely that was sad. Saddest with movie. the knowledge. No, I saw that. I was sad. Well, he no, passed the torch to that little girl. You know, you're right yeah. about that. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, little 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 Wolverineette. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think as a as a dad, I don't really give a shit if my daughter takes the torch. I'm trying to go out blazing <laughs> glory, and now this is a crippled old man. It's like he did, fucking, he did though. Not he did. really. He's he like, sacrificed. He sacrificed. Him and Professor. He's so X. good at that, but like he's like he's like dying from the adamantium. Yeah, and like all that stuff. That's really sad. Uh, honestly, like all the, the all the Avenger movies, like they're really well done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like all those are really well done. Like. And like I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of this as the top five, but it's really really hard because like I also like the the, the Nolan Batman stuff. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 really cool. yeah. And like I mean, it's easier to talk about the shitty versions, the shitty things that were done than like the good ones. Yeah. yeah. So like, like you want a cam- like- you want a campy Batman, you want like a you want like um an old superman like, where you're just like fucking Michael Keaton remember the yeah. Michael Keaton batman i like yeah that. yeah i like yeah. the uh, penguin the penguin yeah or like superman but, you, Philadelphia, you yeah. want you want a superhero that could fly around the earth in reverse and fucking fix his old lady like if you want to like fix a bed, that's what I would do. I'd fly around backwards, <laughs> change my bed, and then fly backwards. It's, yeah, it's oh, part shit. of the suit, the, the 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 new DCU stuff because like, I mean like because I love those characters, but like yeah. oh like the first Wonder Woman is really good. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah, she's hot. And I'll but, leave it at that. Who's hotter then, though? Uh, wait wait stop stop. Who's hotter, the new Wonder Woman or the old Wonder Woman? Mm. What was the old actress? What was her name? Uh, uh, Linda, I, Linda, Linda Blair. Linda Evans. Linda, Linda Blair. Linda Carter. <laughs> no, Linda no, Blair. Wasn't Nick Carter. <laughs> Linda Carter. Is that what you said? Yeah. Linda, yeah, she's you're still right, alive, right. I think. Who's Linda Evans? Yeah. I don't even know who that yeah, is. Yeah, she's in Who's the new Lin- Supergirl <laughs> TV series. Um, but, like, I don't know. So, like, the first Wonder Woman is great. And then, like, have I done five yet? You've done like yeah. ten. Yeah, <laughs> we were only gonna go round, round, round robin on that, but that's cool. You, but you, you did, it. You did it. You know what yeah. I really like? I love those Netflix shows. Like, oh yeah, Daredevil. Like, there's that whole no. like him fighting Cage was good. In a hall. Oh, okay, that was a like, good. Scene. Guys, yeah, and like that, you know, that's from or like, I, I would like to think that well, like that's from inspired. It's from like a Korean movie called Old Boy. If you have a chance Ooh, to watch that, I've heard I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Hey, Think how about, about oh. dude fighting in the hallway with a hammer? It is so good. Hey, yeah. Alan, Alan, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the boys? I love the boys. Yeah, the that boys is awesome. good. Why? Well, really, that's basically, it's, it's Watchmen 2.0. It's Watchmen like our fraternity style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, the, okay, so the crazy thing is, the boys were were going to be published by Wildstorm when I was there. And then, like the guy that was in charge of uh, DC Comics, like saw the first like couple issues, and he's like, "We can't publish this. Really? It's too raw. <laughs> it's too. It's too. Uh, uh, too fast it forward." Yeah. And so, like, it, like it left. It left Wildstorm and like became its own thing because, like, it was too much like we pressuring can't, like, women, to, like Superman's yeah. like shine. You know, it was. It's pretty oh. aggressive the way it is. 
It's brutal. It's totally brutal. Yeah, it is. I actually it is. And again, if you like the boys, like you should watch the Invincible on Amazon because mm-hmm. like it's just as brutal. It's pretty fun. Nice. Is it is it out? Is it out now? Invincible? Yeah, I just watched like I think it, I think it just came out over the weekend, right? I think yesterday. Came out yesterday. It just, like, yeah, it hit, it hit Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay, Rob, let's go with uh um you pick one, I pick one. Well uh Alan okay, Alan okay. broke it down for us, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that's totally fine. You know, one thing I'm in, uh, I can't wait for, and it's it's coming out soon, Black Adam. Oh, yeah. Right? With Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Adam, Adam that looks, that look, Yeah, that looks like it's going to be a hit. Did you guys like uh, Shazam? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me you know, and, me really and cool. Rob were having a problem trying to figure out which Shazam, what, what we were talking about. Because <laughs> uh, the original Shazam was Shaq, right? Just yeah well it is <laughs> nobody the, remembers even that man it was for the the non-comic book person like i'm not trying to dish shack that's what i'm saying he's gonna comment below man <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that movie was what it was but like like the new shazam like movie was really fun like i like yeah, that it was. guy like yeah 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 i watched his tv show i can't remember what it was called but like um yeah like so, so like, the whole thing is like so like that guy who plays like that character Black Adam yeah. is from like five thousand years ago. Maybe he has the same. He has the same lightning bolt, right, on his chest. Well, because he was blessed by the wizard, which is like Merlin, probably. Mm-hmm. And like, so he was like, he had the power, but he became corrupt and became like bad. So like, I like that. See, I like that. In the comics, what they did was they they flung him out so far in space. It took him that many thousand yeah. of years. Five thousand years to get back to Earth. Yeah. And he shows up to Earth and he's like, "What do you have?" You know, like, and like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's, I, like I, "He's probably he's probably looking for a date, man." Five thousand years. Well, he's, Damn. And he's like, <laughs> I cigarette. Like, I was this ruler of like Mesopotamia, and like, um, and suddenly like this planet's got all these people on it. And they don't know who that who I am. Is he is he gonna like, be a bad guy? How does he, he not age? Good guy? Wait, wait, wait. How does he not age yeah. first? Because he has magical well, like powers. His, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's comics. But is like, he a bad I'm guy? Being, I'm, being Marcos. I'm being Marcos. I'm being Marcos. Sorry, Rob. He's got magical no, no, powers. Those, those are legitimate <laughs> questions. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Uh, I don't know if he's like a bad guy or if he's just super pragmatic. Yeah. He's like he's a narcissist. Wait, 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 wait. What's pragmatic mean? It means, it means like, if that guy's a problem, let's just kill him. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's not terrible. No, that's that's his mindset. His mindset isn't like, oh, okay, we have to deal, like, we have to like negotiate, like, make things cool. Like, if that guy's a problem, just kill him. That's how the Philippines. That's how the Philippines work. (laughs) And it works, people. It works. No, it doesn't. They just murder people in the streets. I mean, like, because that's you know, that's what he says. That's I hope. That's, I hope he's a bad guy. We need a good bad guy fucking movie, man. Too many good guys. All right, let me let me, a, let me talk know? about now that we're on the subject of of bad guys being good. My favorite one. I looked through all the ones. I was trying to. I was trying to make Conan Conan a movie, but it wasn't. It was a, some sort of weird 1930s story. So I was pissed about that. So all I saw was Blade. 
he, talk about another mm-hmm. bad guy that's doing good for the fucking the community. He's out there wrecking shop on dirty white vampires. Well, there may have been other vampires, <laughs> but there were. I love Blade. Were, yeah, Blade's super. Blade, dope. honestly, Blade is like proto MCU. Like that was like the legitimate comic yeah. book character, kicking ass with a great soundtrack. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that one scene, oh, yeah, where, the, like in Blade yeah. One, where he goes into the club and there's like that all the, ja- the Japanese music, guys yeah. with the glasses. Yeah, and he goes. And I was like, I was those songs on LimeWire. Like, Like, I didn't want to talk like, about it. But I heard there's an FBI warrant out for you for all the downloaded music you had on that computer I talked about. <laughs> that was in the 90s. Fucking LimeWire. That was at the Teak House. You got to be old to know LimeWire, man. Damn. So let me ask you this. Did the Teak House have a T1 network? That was a rumor that there was a network that was blue. Blue. I don't even know the, the caliber of the wires. There's blue wires running throughout the house. So we could play Doom or some dumb I shit. Honestly I honestly don't know. Man, I was trying to pay rent. I was trying to pay rent when I lived there. And apparently I was at one point like months back and rent because I didn't know who to pay. So I don't know. <laughs> who knows where that rent money even went? Jesus. It's a weed fund. When I testify, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I testify in T Court, I want you there to say. There were no rules to pay who at what time we were all subject to that. When they passed the you, gavel. You uh you subjected <laughs> me to like you're talking about those break-ins. Like there's that time you punched out the window. Oh and, here we go. Were you in the room at that time? That's a tough suck. And I'm going there. I woke up to a police officer above my face. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he was like, yeah, there, there's broken glass on the window, uh, like on the sidewalk. I'm like, why are you in my room? <laughs> Wait, but that, like, wasn't when I hurt, that wasn't when I hurt my arm though, right? I don't know. I don't oh, think so. Man. I think that was a previous you're, one. You're punching out windows, Marvos. <sighs> I know. That, that was, was, that was that, terrible. Well, I think that's I a tough out. subject. No, no, that's fine. We should talk about it at some point. We had to have uh, Steve on here, but. No, I think there was a previous one where I did hit one in our old, like Steve and I's room, and that probably happened then. Were you there when there was like the shopping cart incident when somebody pushed a shopping <laughs> cart in the street? Oh my god! Oh we my can't god. talk about it. We won't talk about that. Though. <laughs> or someone put a shopping. Someone should have put a shopping cart on someone's bed. Remember oh, that? We know that happened. I got a text. I let me read oh, my man. text I got recently. About that. Oh incident. shit! No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> but okay, let's 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 uh, use this last few minutes of our of our um of our cast to talk about how we met Alan. And I wanna I wanna test Alan's memory because I don't really know. So this is whatever he comes up with is right. So mm-hmm. we um so our fraternity brother, we won't mention his initials though we already have, um was a fraternity <laughs> member uh before my time so it's before rob's time and he's one of alan's great bros for life um when did you first come by the fraternity was it like before rob and my time when ac was there or is it you know when i feel you like you were there okay um because i i like my firm went off to college right and he went to jose state and he joined the teaks yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're having parties. You should come check it out. And I was like, yeah, I've seen Animal House. 
<laughs> it's just like that. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot more like that than like, because like, eventually I moved out of my house and I moved into that the the teak house as a boarder. And my mom and my dad were like, help me move. And like, my mom was crying. Mm. <laughs> Rightfully so, Mrs. Mrs. Prasalakwa, for real. <laughs> yeah. And um, so like, so I, kinda, I mean, like, that was like 20 plus years ago. So like, like, I just remember like moving in, you know, like I moved into like the, 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 it was like the island room. Like I had a whole mural. <laughs> there was the middle like, room. Yeah, you and oh, you and yeah, you and Rutgers. Yeah, I think and, I, I think I have a photo. We'll put it up. We'll put the photo up. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got a photo oh, of the room. Insert picture here. The brick. Yeah, I mean, bricks. The bricks. I had to build. I had to build my own bunk bed, and we had like a fireplace that I put my TV in front of. Right, like right, right, old, right. Yeah, and, and you like guys I had the bar them. too. You had a sweet bar in there. I built, I built a wet bar, and I like learned how to make like. Uh, Man, what were those? It was like it was like Cosmo. one part triple, it was one part triple sack, one part vodka, and like there was like a third part, but I can't remember what it was, but we'd make it by the pitcher. And like that's what mm. we'd like do shots of. Yeah. It was like jungle yeah. juice, wasn't it? I did like a lemon, like a lemon, like a lemon drop kind yeah. of thing, though, right? Yeah. No, like I honestly like if if the opportunity rises, I can make some bomb ass jungle juice. Yeah. Jungle so, juice. Like send me Remember, yes. I think we made it one time in a huge like Gatorade. We did like sideline no, container. Remember the big Gatorade sideline like container? Ice yeah. We make it like an ice chest, like like a gallon of vanilla ice cream, and like we get those frozen uh, juices and just like like you open know, take them up the and throw them in there. In. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, I feel man, those were the days. I feel maybe I should feel bad about those times. I don't what know. about you had the patio? Didn't it? And a patio too. I yeah, think we had a did, patio, right? Did. We did have a deck. I just remember yeah. throwing, uh, like, because uh, I wasn't going to school. I was like, I was one of the few people in the house that like, had a job. So like, I'd leave every day, like on my bike, and like take the train to like uh, Menlo Park and like go work at a, a, a doing graphic design. And I'd come back and I'd drink on the train. It was great. It was really fun. And I'd come back and then uh, be chaos. Our friend. <laughs> Our friend AC would be drinking or I'd be studying and like and our and like my roommate Rutgers and I would be throwing ice at his window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had the perfect angle from the patio. Remember to AC's little closet room. Yeah. Remember when we were like we would uh get the kegs? Would it be like every week or was it it was at least like we had a run where there would be like a keg run. And it would be, but that was before everything went bad. But it would be like, yeah. there was. It was a time where, like, like I get my paycheck and like, I would have just enough money and like I talked to my roommate and I'd be like, Rutgers, like I have en- like I have enough to get like a twelve pack. He's like, get the ice, get the get the get the, the natty ice, ice. The natty ice, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, that was Marcos's drink of choice, natty ice. But dude, that's how we go to that get. Togo. I'm telling you, like yeah, the, the whole day. story. That was the whole. That was the whole routine. You'd like wake up at a certain time, get the biggest sandwich you could, and then save your money, and then get the natty ice at night. You get that foot long, or you get that big ass Togo sandwich, and just try to yeah. like live off that all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> half now, 
half later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Totally. So. Uh, so. Good time. Yeah. Those were fun times. So if you can take me into like the next little. I mean, this is just for shits and giggles and in keeping this on uh, film. But um, so after the Teak House, you guys moved to San Diego, right? Or am I imagining things? Did you move with them or no? No, that's what happened. Like my friend Adel, uh, his sister went to SDSU and okay. she was gone for the summer. So like, he's like, yeah, just everybody moved down here. And as long as we <laughs> find a job and a place to live before she comes back to school, we should be fine. <laughs> so so, we, all, so like we moved down there and I spent the first month like sitting next to the pool, like laid out. Oh, beautiful. And then the next beautiful. month. <laughs> and then the next month i got a job at like a sports bar as a bartender oh shit which, nice. which, like, I, I grew up on a farm like bartending was the hardest job i've ever had in my life oh because like, you're just like working on fucking like you know what do you want yeah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Everyone Fast pace. Yeah. i dug ditches and hoed weeds and like like spent like tons of times on a tractor yeah. and like working behind a bar is way harder work yeah, because you know, like, like you got people assholes yeah. yelling at you, demanding shit. You're just like, how do you make? I that? almost got fired one time because <laughs> uh, there's these two guys fighting, and like uh, I was in San Diego, and like there was a signed Kirby Puckett uh, uh, bat up above the bar, so I oh, yeah. jumped up and grabbed. It. You I did? Came over and I'm like, yeah, and like I grabbed it and I'm holding the bat like behind my, kind of to the side. I'm like, stop fighting. You go to the front door and get out, and you go to the back door and get out. And they're like, You've got a bat. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> and like, when I came in the next day, like the, the owner of the bar was like, Yeah, that bat is only for people come behind the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prized so, possession. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was. Uh, How long did you guys. It was a Kirby bucket. It was a Tony Gwynn bucket. Uh, Tony, Tony right, Gwynn right. Bat. Good call. Sorry. Good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah, uh, Kirby bucket was Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tony Gwynn. How so? How long were you guys down there for? Um. So I moved down there like ninety one. Well, so it dates me. Like it's before the before the aughts. But uh, it was like it was 90s. probably early. No, no, no. It was probably like two thousand one or two. Now I worked at Wildstorm in like ninety seven. So mm. like. That's a so long time. Ago. I call bullshit on that. You probably weren't there until. <laughs> no, because I, I mean, fuck, we were all, we, I think I met you probably uh, maybe 96, maybe 95, 96, but we didn't lose the tickets yeah. until like 99. 99. Yeah. 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 No. There's no well, way you was... could have been on there for before that. I swear, because like we got kicked out of the teak house, like it was like '97. No, it remember, was not. Like, no, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> this is where you hate. This is where you hate Marcos, like me. <laughs> no, you're gonna you're like, gonna have a top five reasons to hate. You think we soon. let we because think we like, lost '97? Okay. You know, what I remember because like like I'd only lived there for like eight, like six months, eight months, and like we we're all getting kicked out, and. Uh, <laughs> so, like, <I> <laughs> So I borrowed my dad's truck and his trailer and like Alex was with me and Rutgers was with me. And like, we like anything that people were taking, we just put on my trailer. Remember you guys mm. took, yeah, I, here, I got a, I got a, a claim to fame. 
Remember you guys took that uh, Tommy Boy soda machine. <laughs> yeah, we we actually <laughs> still pissed. He did. He still <laughs> Tommy Boy still pissed off about that, man. No, I he's gonna watch this. You know what's so you know what's so stupid? Tommy Boy had like a, a a bag full of money from that soda machine in his drawer, and then he moved out. Like he's probably an honest Christian. And I went into his room and he had like this big sack of change, and I took it. I was like. I got to use this for like togo sandwiches or whatever. Do we <laughs> for laundry? We drove back. We both we drove back to my farm in Modesto, and like uh-huh. we like took all the money out of the machine, and we like made the biggest feast ever. <laughs> nice. He's gonna like hate Alex you. And Rutgers and I. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was just fun. So so okay, maybe in closing, uh, one thing I always love about uh, Alan is that. I've always considered him a girl competition because I think we we kind of look similar. Obviously, he's very talented. I'm not. But he's also the very <laughs> most humblest, nicest guy I think I've ever run across th- with that are, you know, through the through the TCAL stuff. He's always been super nice. We uh, I ran into him probably. Shit, I remember we ran into each other in the city. I like some random bar. Yeah. I was with my buddy Mark and he was there. We all kicked it for a few drinks and it was super fun. And, you know, my friend Mark was super talking highly about Alan and, you know, I just, he's one of those guys that you just come across and super humble, super nice. That was a great time. That was a bar off, off a uh, union square. Mm. My friend Samantha owned a, uh, uh, a, a dildo shop. <laughs> oh that's right I, we we were in there we were in there for a hot minute she, <laughs> yeah you were yeah you were. <laughs> we were we were she was asian right she was asian and super yeah, hot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes like, it okay we had this amazing like gla- it was called glass candy and like all her dildos were made on like super high quality oh, dude, glass it was, she was and like high. i had my artwork in there yeah. and so like uh but like i met her and like at that like it was like a, a swag. I think the bar was called Swag. Yeah, it, it was, was across like, the street from where we were. Yeah, across like, the street from the dildo shop. No, no, no. Because <laughs> we were at we were at a rooftop. There's a rooftop. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, it was. The the rooftop place the over there. On, it was on Sutter. It was on a right. Mason or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a rooftop cool place across the street. Jones. So we came down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an address. It's like seven something Jones yeah, or whatever. Something, something Jones. Yeah. Then we came yeah, across I, the street and then we walked in there and it was super awkward, but she was super hot. And then we walked to the bar next door and it was like Al, Alan was there. We were like, oh, what's up? Yeah. It was the life I was living in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It was bad. Yeah, that was, I mean, fun. That was, that was fun. last time I've seen you in person. So. Yeah, unfortunately, no, no, I agree. That's why, like, when I see like either you on the uh, the train or like AC at his Modesto crib with the pool, I'm like, dude, there is like a fucking bro brosa for union that needs to happen <laughs> sooner than later, so we can all yeah. like hook up and totally. Yeah, we gotta get Rutgers out here, but I always wonder if he's like in jail, like in like a, the gulag in <laughs> Siberia. <laughs> no, actually, oh, yeah. last I, time I, I heard like hooking up stereos in like Israel. So who knows where that guy is? At. <laughs> Are you fucking serious, he's, dude? Uh, <laughs> he's he's maybe, buying maybe a he's submarine in Russia. <laughs> I don't know. I miss, I miss Rutgers. He was my, uh, we had a lot of good times. Like, 
he told me about his workout routine back when we lived together. Like he'd go and like, just wait, like lift up like the height, the biggest amount three times. It's like, all right, I worked out today. You know, like, <laughs> we will, we I actually will. went back to his home, his hometown and uh, it was crazy. Actually, one of his like friends that he went, that she went to high school with him was my roommate in San Diego. And that was a shit show. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay we don't yeah we don't have to record any of this stuff now at this point um but okay. Okay. but um <laughs> yeah off the record no, off the record a, we should do a big sign off like uh, oh yeah let's do that let's do that i mean yeah if, Rob, sing a song wanna, or something do you want to include anything else i know it was kind of like no 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 go ahead i'm listening to you fuckers let's take a shot let's do okay here we go all right well we, we had the amazing alan pasalakwa on here today uh, ask him a lot of great questions from the fans. Yeah. Thank you, Rob, for uh, facilitating that. Uh, we want to leave here in the proper drink tokens fashion, and we want to take a big sip of the Sakitori. What, what, what is that whiskey you got going on there? <laughs> Let's see it again one more time. Sakitori whiskey. Sanitori. Sanitori whiskey. Tokai. Tokai. <laughs> hentai. Hentai. Rob's got a little shot of the Jamie that Wait, wait, a little bit more, a little bit more. Put a little bit more. No, in no, no, that's good. All right, all right, right at right at the right at the nipples, as Alan would say. Ooh. All right, here that's we right. go. That's my artwork is based. Here we go. Shot. All right, drink tokens. Cheers. Drink tokens. Ah, we're we going go. places. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I've hollered at I've hollered at Rutgers on online, but. Uh, Rob uh, blessed us with a photo the other day that was like in your guys's room, and that little chick that would put like, it up. Do you have it? I don't have it right. Uh, I don't know if I have it right now. Put it up later. Put it up later. When let we me, talk wait. about his room, put it up. Let me. Should I stop recording? And keep yeah. it going because I might get in trouble. But uh, what we send it to you right it, now. It was that little girl that would suck him off. And then you remember how he had a couple of chicks? He had like the mom, the teacher, and then he'd be like, I got like, the... <laughs> he'd say like, You shouldn't like, cut this out. This is good stuff. Know, man. He'd always be like, uh, What the fuck did he call her? He called her the old, he didn't call her old lady. It was something like that. It was, it was, but no, you know, what I'm I was talking... dating her older friend. What's that? Oh, Denise. Oh, but I liked her. He. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't I hooked up with her friend. You hey, hooked dude. up with her friend too. Don't. don't put everybody that did. Up. Everybody did. Don't put I think. I think a uh, hog did too. We all. Maybe. Did. Who? Hey, I ran. I ran into her at a playground with her kids. Who? Like, <laughs> like two, three years ago with my Which kids. Which one? The Denise de Grease. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. Alex used to live with her, like. I kind of dated her. And uh, like when I lived, I got kicked out of the teak house and I moved into Jeff's backyard in a tent. Oh, nice. Wait, wait, wait. Why were you in a tent in her backyard? That's why I love Alex. He's got like crazy ass stories. No, we got kicked out of the the teak house, but I I was still working. So like I moved to to Jeff's backyard. And then Tommy Boy linted me uh, uh, a tent. tent. And like I brought I bought a I brought a bunch of like teak stuff. So like I had a keg and I had like a couch (laughs) from the teak house. (laughs) And like seriously, 
I would wake up every day and like jump in Jeff's mom's pool and like that was my shower. shower. That was your bath. <laughs> and then I would drive to work. And then like eventually I had to move out and Jeff's mom was like, you have to get rid of this couch. So, oh like, fuck. Oh. So like it's Jeff's, soiled. Jeff's and then she kicked me out because like Jeff's brother brought me weed to smoke. And oh, we were smoking and out. The bad guy. And then like her mom was like, his mom was like, yeah, you gotta leave. So like I had to go back and like get rid of the couch. And like Jeff's brother and I, like Scott, like carried the like couch and like threw it like in a like a field behind their fence. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so dude, I had to yeah. well, hey, Alan. I, I, I had a wait, sorry, real quick. I had a very similar story over at uh remember AC who's it their their other bro? Um, AC stick and the other Danny is Danny, his name, Danny Danny with the old lady that got married. Um, I can't remember. I don't know his name. He was that one cat over on the East side. That was like Adol and all their friends. Yeah. Yeah. I just said, I just said his name. Not Peter, right? Is it Danny? It's Danny. He's like a vice principal now, Fremont High School. Dude, oh, hated, Danny. Danny. Yeah, he hated yeah. on me super yeah. fucking hard, but he deserved he deserved to hate on me because I would go over there and just remember how like oh, fuck, fuck that guy. I love I Danny, but fuck that guy. Really? Oh. Why? Why fuck that guy? I literally no, had like a table. I literally had a table. He's, he's changed. He's his... changed. No, he was no. always hated you on me what? though. He's he's <laughs> changed though. He, he I'm serious. Changed. I ran into him. But if your if your choices are to like punch him in the nuts or not, <laughs> punch him in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. No, I no, mean, Danny, it's called Danny, karma. It's it's called Danny karma. Mosquito. Everybody yeah, catches Danny up. Danny and I are good friends, but like still, he's he's part of like that whole like uh, old school whole, like, silver. Uh, what was it called? Bay. Silver silver what? No, it's like east. It's like east side, like San Jose, like they're like right. their whole like uh, but like. You know, fantasy baseball, like football shit. Well, their like their time is part. coming and gone, so there's nothing to be sad about. Those no, 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 their, yeah, their nobody, is nobody is. That's why it's fun. That's why it's fun because yeah, I literally yeah, no, punch, punch, punch Danny in the balls. No, no, no. Good. I, that's why I like. That's why I, I like. I love this. Danny. Yeah, that's why I like the story. I want to see that. I want to see that happen. Actually, no, Have, no, no. let me ask you a serious question now. Let me get serious, Marcos. Come on, take a take a break, Marcos. What Alan, have you had any? Is there any falling out with any of those guys, or would you generally stay your tight still with all those guys? Uh, no, Alex is a fucking bitch. Mm, so here we go. See, Mark, that's why I told you to relax. I'm the, yeah, but you're <laughs> asking like loaded questions, but anyway, go ahead. No, 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 let's go ahead. Go ahead, Vent. I, I heard a little bit. I heard a little bit. Well, no, Rob, Rob's got wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Rob also has to deal with Alex too, so that's why he's asking. No, 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 it's no, fine. Marcos, yeah, but it's, I'm not the guest. I'm not the guest. No, no, no. Turn off I, the recording, Marcos. All right, all right, Marcos, fine, fine. take a seat, man. Take a seat.